Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the That Shouldn't Be There edition. Oh my god. <laughs> We're totally talking about butt stuff again, aren't we? <laughs> we are totally talking about butt stuff again. <laughs> I don't know, it's just... Y'all, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> what's happening to our butts, y'all? Uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I'm with the very concerned Marissa Riley. It's me. <laughs> And I'm just really thinking about a certain part of every yeah. human. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. and it's it's the butt. It's the butt. Yeah. yeah. We're we're back in the butt today. Uh, we were in the rectum last week, and we're a little we're a little bit deeper today. A little we're, bit deeper we now. Are, that's all right. We're in the colon and large intestine. Today. Good times. That's all right. We're working backwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in between, zero forty eight, ladybug found during colonoscopy. No. <laughs> no. And chopsticks found in sinuses. I I am offended for the ladybug. How did how did she get there? Mm. Also, I don't really know what gender ladybugs are. I don't know either. (gasps) They're I think they're chill. They're chill. I think they're they're pretty whatever. They're like uh, (laughs) they they seem pretty chill. Just throw a pronoun and we'll catch it. It's (laughs) no big deal. That's right. Uh, I guess I guess we should begin. We shall. All right. Um, let's head on back to a year I can't remember, 2019. Oh, I can't either. No. What did we do? <laughs> no, I have no idea. Don't ask me where I was or what I was doing. And you know what? I'm totally okay with this because that means it was pretty much uneventful for me. Yes. I yeah. love an uneventful year. <laughs> They're right. so chill, I think. I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, unfortunately for one gentleman, 2019 will always be a landmark year, and we're about to learn why. Oh no. Now, this particular case took place around fall, a majestic season in the States. Uh, leaves get all psychedelic. Creatures, great and small, prepare for a long hibernation. And pumpkin spice. And pumpkin spice. Uh, put a pin in that and hibernation. So. Will do. <laughs> uh, and as all of this is going down, we humans are just doing human shit, like sticking cameras up our butts to look for signs of tumors, scarring, ulcers, and cancer. All things gastroenterologists keep an eye out for when a patient is undergoing a good old colonoscopy. Oh my, I have never had to do this in my life, but I hear it is quite, yeah, quite the event. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna get into it. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, I'm weirdly obs- okay. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm weirdly obsessed with colonoscopies. Just because of exactly yeah. what happens yeah. and what it takes to get there, which I'm oh, yeah. positive you were you we are, will We are going to break it down for you. I'm pumped. Yeah. Okay. I am <laughs> so pumped. Okay, okay. let's okay. get in there. <laughs> Literally. So. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, enter our 59-year-old man. Now, at this age, this procedure isn't new. No. The CDC recommends regular screenings begin around age 45 and should continue until age 75, all to help, all to help prevent colorectal, colorectal cancer. What a word. Or to catch it early. That's right. She nailed together. it. You want to say it together? Colorectal. colorectal. Amazing. Nailed it. Now, you can't just walk into a gastroenterologist's office, hop on the table, and uh, begin. Nope. No. To get an unobstructed view of the large intestine and rectum, it has to be squeaky clean, which, of course, it's usually not. Okay, this is the part (laughs) that I'm obsessed with. Okay. Is the fact that they 
clean you the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Like, I think the night before. Yes. Or something like right. that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to get into it? I'm so, I'm so <laughs> okay. excited. Okay, let's do it. So, Dr. Marissa, would you please assist in telling us what patients should do before their appointment, according to Harvard University's website, health.harvard.edu? Now, it's a bit long, so let's alternate reading the info. Uh, what do you say? That sounds great. Okay. I'm pumped. I am here for it. All right, you go first. All right. <laughs> Quote, begin now. All right. If you shudder at the thought of having a colonoscopy to check for hidden colon cancer, chances are it's the prep that's stoking your apprehension. It's certainly a major inconvenience. Getting ready for the procedure takes much longer, an average of 16 hours, according to one study, than the three hours or so you'll spend at the medical center uh, the day of your colonoscopy. But what's most off-putting is the purgative part, taking a powerful bowel-clearing substance and coping with the resulting diarrhea. There you go. Take it uh, from there, Jill. You got it. Now, emptying the contents of the colon is a key requirement for a successful colonoscopy. If the bowel prep isn't up to par, polyps and lesions can be missed. The colonoscopy may take longer, increasing the risks of complications, or the whole process may need to be repeated or rescheduled, making another round of bowel prep necessary. Oh. Yeah, different... <laughs> Different medical centers recommend different ways to prepare the bowel for a colonoscopy. There are two parts, diet and drinking bowel cleaning liquids. Here are some of the main strategies. All right. A few days before the colonoscopy procedure, start eating a low fiber diet. No whole grains, nuts, seeds, dried fruit, or raw fruits, or vegetables. The day before the colonoscopy procedure, don't eat solid foods. Instead, consume only clear liquids like clear broth or bouillon, black coffee or tea, clear juice, clear soft drinks, or sports drinks. The afternoon or evening before the colonoscopy, drink a liquid that will trigger bowel-clearing diarrhea. Holy shit. End quote. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. Totally apt. Um, my friends... This uh, there is this is certainly a lot of shit to go through to stick an expensive camera up your butt. Yeah. Now, but it's worth it for many reasons, especially when the following happens. Oh my god. Now we just said you're gonna have to drink a liquid that really lets things rip, and <laughs> and for our 59 year old patient. According to the August edition of ACG Case Reports, he was given one gallon of polyethylene glycol the evening before the colonoscopy. One gallon? A gallon. That is so scary. That is a gallon. A gallon of what is essentially like the strongest laxative ever. Yes, exactly. What oh. the fuck is that? Polyethylene glycol, 3350 to be exact, belongs to a class of medications called osmotic laxatives. Called it. <laughs> she, she raised both her hands. Called and, it. And her arms. I knew it. <laughs> Context clues. <laughs> um, osmotic laxatives, which means they do this thing where water that would normally be absorbed by the intestine would remain in the stool, making it super soft and, well, watery and easy to pass. Uh, and a fucking gallon of it will sure do the job of making your large intestine and rectum so shiny and unobstructed that the doctor will be able to see themselves. Um, so. so here's the thing about yeah. this. I always wonder if after all of this, if you feel kind of clean mm. the next day, you probably just feel tired and your butt hurts. 
Yeah. Right in, right into us. Have you done this? Have you done this? Yeah. Was it a nice feeling the next day? <laughs> I'm guessing no. I I think I'm. Yeah. We're gonna. I I'm gonna make an assumption and say no. And say it's bad. Mm. There's colon cleansing, but yes. that's when you do it kind of for. You know, to, to feel cleanse. good. Yeah. To feel good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This yeah. involves a camera. Yes. And I, that's a part of yeah. my body I don't want to be photographed. Mm. Unless it is for health reasons. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so let's get to it, Dr. Marissa. Uh, I'd love to show you a screenshot of the patient's colonoscopy the oh following God. day. Uh, <laughs> and if you would, please tell us what you see in this particular region of the colon area. I would be happy to. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm looking at three pictures of what appears to be the inside of a colon, and it's kind of like a cave made of skin that's mm. wet. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. I just said that out loud. Uh, this photo will be on our social media, so you can you can play along too. Uh, yeah, you can so. join me in the fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so um, in this wet cave uh, that is someone's uh, insides, uh, yeah. there is what no doubt in my mind is a fucking ladybug right. from multiple angles. One photo, you see the head. Another photo, you see the back. And this looks like the underside of yes. it. So it took a goddamn somersault. It took a tumble during this situation. What the fuck? Am I right? You're 100% correct. Holy that is, shit. That is a fully intact, fully alive ladybug. Just no, it's alive. <laughs> yes, yes. No. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Let it out. Uh, yeah, it's just crawling around like it owns the place. <laughs> and, um... Uh, like I said, all photos, uh, as per usual, will be available on our social media stuff. So please subscribe and like. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Here's the glass half full. Uh-huh. It's not a grosser bug. Ooh. Mm, put a pin in that. No. Uh-huh. No. Oh, yeah. What? You think I was going to let this <laughs> let that slide? <laughs> Mouthfully open, folks. Yeah. That's one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more about the ladybug. Well, and... I just live in the, the worst space of mystery in my life. <laughs> the things I'm uh, picturing in my mind uh-huh. oh, yeah, we're, are I, really gross. I've got, I've got a, a roach. roach. <laughs> it's a roach. I'm thinking of a roach. Your okay. money's on roach? Okay. Your money's on roach? My money's on roach okay. just because I think that's like a small roach, like okay. a baby roach. Okay. Because that's the grossest okay. thing okay. I can think of. I like that. All right. So uh, let's get back to our ladybug. I know what you're thinking. How the hell and why the hell? So let's rem- uh, remember when I said this took place in the fall when creatures are finding little spots to hibernate in? Um, so- <laughs> Believe it or not, I completely forgot. Even though you told me to put a pin in it, I was a little distracted by the wet cave. Yeah, the pumpkin spice. Remember, that's, that's, <laughs> that's right. There, there you go. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> so... Turns out, while you never see ladybugs in the fall slash winter, it's because they hibernate too. According to the report, quote, light-colored homes in wooded areas attract their attention. And when you know it, that's where our gentleman was sleeping one evening before his appointment. It's It's theorized the bug was accidentally swallowed while unconscious, unconscious, sorry, and because timing is everything, quote, his colonoscopy preparation may have helped the bug escape from digestive enzymes in the stomach and upper and the upper small intestine, end quote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because stuff like that is supposed to be 
You're supposed to break it down. Yeah, and your stomach acid. That right. stomach acid can like. Oh yeah, that that bug <sighs> would chew, chew through anything. Yeah. That bug would not have made it. But yeah, flushing everything out cleared the way for this bug to survive and move in for a few hours. And I think it kind of earned it because it must have been holding on for dear life not to be expelled if you think about it. I'm so. now officially traumatized for the bug. I didn't even yeah. think of its feelings. Yeah. Yeah, everyone, just please imagine a ladybug holding onto the walls of a colon with its little legs for dear life. <laughs> Even in these photos, you'll, photos, you'll see that it, it took a tumble. It took a tumble. It, it totally could be a Pixar short, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I want, I want this to be animated, please. I, I, you know what? I'm down. I'll back it. Uh, I'm super happy to tell you two things. The bug was removed and nothing else was found. So his ass is A-OK. Amazing. Yeah. Is the bug OK? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they released the bug after they got it out. It's probably But dead. that would make an amazing ending to that. Oh, <laughs> my God. To see like uh, like the doctor with the, the gloved hands take the bug and then like reach out the window and then it flies away. Right? I'm positive that I'm- didn't happen. <laughs> Positive. That I really happen. wish it did. I know. I know. Uh, I'm also super stoked to tell you this. Uh, good news. This isn't the first time a bug was found in a colon. Uh, That's right. <laughs> when this report reached the public, gastroenterologist, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, gastrointestinal specialist. Oh, my. Dr. Keith Sow did what any one of us would do and shared several photos on Twitter of other instances of bugs and butts. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's time. Dr. Marissa, I'm going to ask you, what creature do you see here in this colon? Holy shit. Oh, is it a beetle? No, you were right the first time. Oh my God, it's a roach? (laughs) No, no. Yeah. It is a baby roach. I, I don't know if it's... A, it looks big to me. I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know I don't know how big this colon is. I, <laughs> we don't have a, like, anything liter- for scale. I so. know. Could, could, could this person have swallowed it like a quarter as well? <laughs> that would have been helpful. This is a goddamn roach. It's a goddamn roach. Yes, it is the German cockroach Boletta Germanica. Oh, got it. So it's German. Yeah. It's a little bit more compact than the the classic uh, giant creepy roach I'm used to yeah, in, in New York. York. That's right. So. Oh, sorry. Blattella Germanica. Sorry. Ooh, that sounds like a, a sci-fi series. <laughs> I mean, when you look at this photo, it practically is. So. Uh, yeah, it was discovered inside the colon of a 51-year-old woman. According to that report on G- in GIE Journal, org quote most the most plausible explanation was inadvertent intake of the cockroach while the patient was consuming green gelatin shortly before the procedure so it was in her uh oh my God. it was in her jello if someone told me this i would be just so tempted to like walk into the ocean and never come <laughs> back i'd be like well my body is a garbage can <laughs> it's not the temple i thought it was <laughs> Uh, continuing the quote, the patient was completely asymptomatic, and it was decided that no stool studies were warranted, end quote. So, uh... Cool. So there's no problem, except for the cockroach in my body. <laughs> That's right. Was it alive? This one looks dead. Yeah, right? it looks kind of dead. One, this one doesn't look like it's doing too well. It's in fetal. It's, yeah. it's kind of done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, um, they just have to live with the fact that this happened to them, and hopefully they have someone in their lives they can tell this to, because no one should have to carry that around. You know, no pun intended, but... I wonder yeah. if they tell it at parties. 
Oh, someone someone's talking about like their stupid like you know sky skydiving trip or showing or showing pictures of their kids and they're like, you want to see something really interesting that was in my body, and then they pull up these pictures. I hope they're using it for the best reasons possible. I really to gross people out. I I I just hope so in my heart of hearts. I want that ladybug to live, and I want wallet size photos of you know. A colon- my colonoscopy, yes. if, there's, if this ever happens. <laughs> Lock screen that shit, whoever you are. <laughs> That's right. Burn bridges with people you don't like. Show them, or just show anyone. Yeah. I would be very, if someone came up to me at a party and showed me this, I'd be like, well, I guess we're going to be Instagram friends now. <laughs> I like that you put it as your lock screen. That's great. You'll, we'll always know whose phone it is. That's great. <laughs> I might do it. I might just start lying about this. <laughs> Ah, after the break. (laughs) It's going to get violent. That's right. We're going to talk about a case of sibling rivalry that gets way out of hand and into the face. Fuck yeah. So stay tuned. Please do. Everybody shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Have you ever wondered what really happened to Amelia Earhart or the lost colony of Roanoke? Do you ever find yourself scouring the internet for vicious Victorians and their murders by gaslight? Or perhaps you're just sick and tired of women being constantly misrepresented or plain lied about throughout history? If so, join me, Katie Charlwood, history harlot and reader of books on Who Did What Now? The history podcast that's not your history class. Part of the Airwave Media Network. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Adios, au revoir, au revoir de zen, my friends. Bye-bye. I'll be seeing you. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones... (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. 
Oh, and please, stay interesting. Do you fondly remember blowing the dust out of a golden Nintendo cartridge to get it to work? Get the dust out of it. All right, here we go. Yes, let's get it. Now the screen's gray. Aw, oh, man. Or those long nights when you were up late fighting Ganon and you'd hear your mom coming downstairs. Hello? That's mom. Uh, pretend you're asleep. Wait, pause it. Pause it. Turn off the TV. Do, do you think she's gone? Make a sound. Hmm. I thought I heard two boys down here. Oh, well. Well, Ben and Pat are here to transport you back to those exhilarating moments as the Hyrule Podcasters! Join the two brothers each week as they play through Zelda games in Nintendo's legendary series. Episodes are filled with color commentary, lightly researched facts, personal anecdotes, and more. Hyrule Podcasters is available through Anchor on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the Hyrule Podcasters on Facebook and Instagram at Hyrule Podcasters and on Twitter at Hyrule Podcasters. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back, and we're experiencing nosebleeds and swelling in the left eye. Not again. (laughs) I'm kidding. That's never happened to me. But it sounds terrible. It is terrible. Uh, Yeah, it's not happening to us, but a 29-year-old woman in Taiwan who just uh, had gotten into a physical altercation with her sister. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I heard the title, I assumed it was a child. Yeah, well, close. Yeah, this is a family-related incident. Yeah. But still, I, I was picturing, like, <laughs> a, a seven-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. Uh, okay, so she was concerned about her injuries, uh, and she checked herself into the Hulian Zuchai Hospital emergency room. I... Hopefully I nailed that. <laughs> so, nailed it. Uh, there, doctors examined her face and noticed two distinct cuts, one in the center of her nose and one located in the lower right corner of her left eye, Ooh. like where her, you know, where the tear duct is yeah. in that little nook. Okay. Yeah. Now, Dr. Marissa, would you like to see said injuries? And if you would, please tell us what you make of them in this photo. As the doctor, I think I have to. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Okay, so it it's just like Jill said, kind of on the, it looks on one side of her nose, there's like a distinct little cut, and it's close to the bridge. Yeah. And then um, sort of coming down from her tear duct is another cut with a little bit of bruising around it. And it's just a cut going kind of diagonally um, yeah. towards the side of her face. Yeah. And it, it looks very, very unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of swelling. It's a little, little, little bit of bruising near the eye. Yeah. Um, now, the external lacerations were small, but enough to warrant an X-ray just to be certain there were no internal injuries. Lo and behold, there were no signs of trauma and no foreign objects were seen. The end? Absolutely not. Of course. <laughs> I was like, what, Jill? That's right. Put a pin in that X-ray because this story wouldn't make it onto Well That's Interesting if it ended there. For you see, the nosebleeds, the swelling, of course, got worse. Of course. She endured all, endured all of it for about a week until she finally got up the courage to take a look inside her nose herself by placing a mirror under it. It was then she, quote, thought she could see a gray object. End quote. In a bit of a panic, she returned to the emergency room and updated the doctors on what she saw. Finally, a CT scan of her head was performed. And when you know it, yeah, she was right. There was a little something up there. Well, two things up her sinuses. What? Yeah. Girl. <laughs> Dr. Marissa, uh, would you like to see the following CT scan? Um, and there's three pictures, but the picture labeled C is definitely much clearer and has arrows pointing at um, 
stuff. I, I think you need to show it to All me right, now. Here we go. Uh, what do you see? Oh no! Yeah, is this what I? Yep. Okay. All right. So, picture A. You see, kind of this. It's almost like um, kind of like a long. It's like a tube that's like about the length of a quarter or so. Uh, and B is another angle from the top. Yeah. You see it again, kind of in the nasal uh, sinus area. And C, you see two, like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it, other than it looks like pieces of a chopstick yeah. <laughs> in yeah. her sinuses. Yeah, totally. They're like parallel to each other. Uh, Right into the nose. Yeah, right yeah. into the nose. Two little pieces. One is a little longer than the other. Yep. And it is stressing me out. <laughs> yeah, somehow two pieces of wood embedded themselves in her nasal septum. And we're not talking small pieces either. One was nearly an inch and a half long. Jesus. And the other one was a two full inches. No. Yeah. No. So first things first. How were they missed? Well, these pieces would have, could have been a foot long and the x-ray still may not have picked up on them because x-rays reveal densely rich objects like glass, metal, and bone. Wood is much less dense and radiolucent, meaning the x-rays just pass right through. Wow! Yeah. yeah. How crazy is that? I oh know. my god! Second, how did they get in there? Yeah. Well, remember the fight she had? Uh, she had gotten into an argument with her sister over dinner one night, and the sister plunged chopsticks into her face. Okay. So they somehow slipped right in and broke off, causing no significant damage, which is fucking bonkers. That like, is bonkers. But also, like, when you remove them, because I'm assuming at some point in the night they've removed them. Yeah. How do you not notice that one is a lot smaller than the other? <laughs> I know. Or, must... or or both are smaller than original. Yeah. Maybe they were drunk. Who knows? Man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to put yeah. anything on these girls. But yeah. Oh, who knows? No, absolutely not. It must have been fucking chaotic. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what happened to the family dynamics, but I'm happy to report the two pieces of wood were removed successfully via surgery, and she's making a full physical recovery. Amazing. Um, Dr. Marissa, would you do the honor of just confirming if these were tips of a set of chopsticks. I have a photo of the removed items right here if you want to see. Yes, okay. please. <laughs> yes, they are chopstick <laughs> tips. Two different chopsticks. Yeah. Okay, imagine someone stick stuck wood chopsticks up your nose, nose holes, and, and the pointy parts, and then you pull them out, and each, it, it, it's, it's two goddamn chopstick <laughs> tips that were definitely covered in blood it's yeah. just hilarious yeah I, I would have you know i would have loved to <laughs> to see exactly how this happened just my god yeah what can i say she was lucky not to have been stabbed in the eye because that was pretty fucking close call oh, that's right that's right yeah and those doctors learned a lesson um even if they suspect a foreign body in the nose quote it's important they perform an examination of the ears nose and throat as well as a ct scan to identify it as soon as possible i like how quote. the first time she went in no one looked up her nose no <laughs> they, they even have nose. those little light things that they put in your ear and yeah. then in your nose yeah. In both? Yeah. It's a functional object that is kind of creepy. But why didn't they use that? I know. I think because the, uh, the injuries were so small. Like the facial lacerations were just like, eh, all right. Mm, well. eh, okay. Yeah. It's good to go. And, <laughs> and that quote was from the report published in the Journal of Emergency Medicine in June 2021. 
yeah. And those are our two stories in today's In Betweeny 048. Okay, so, so lessons learned. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't put chopsticks up your sister's nose um, or anyone's nose. Um, and don't, I don't know what the lesson is for the first one. Yeah. Sleep with your mouth open. Mm. And if you do, uh, make sure you take a, a gallon of uh, polyethylene to just poop everything out. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There Easy. you go. Polyethylene. <laughs> there you go. Uh, thanks for listening, subscribing, rating, telling your friends. Uh, leave us a tip on Venmo at Well That's Interesting. Yeah. If you love this episode and you just love the damn show, please. Drop us a little something. Yeah, and write in with your interesting facts. Yes. Ha- has anything ever gotten stuck up your nose or in your colon? <laughs> we know it's gross. Do you have any pictures that you show people? You can show them to us. We will not judge you. No, we love this shit. We will be obsessed with it. <laughs> Even if you don't want us to share it, we'll give you a, a big thumbs up. Oh, and yeah. A, Holy shit. Yeah. That's amazing. Amazing. And please, stay interesting. Please do.